Father God, we thank you for the opportunity to come here in your presence. Father, we thank you. We glorify you. You deserve all the praise, all the thanksgiving. We pray that we usher in the Holy Spirit, Father, and we speak your words. We speak the things that you want us to say in this podcast, and it reaches those who it's supposed to touch. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 Wow. Thank you so much for that prayer, Deborah. Hi, everyone. My name is Monica Grace. My name is Devorah. And this is our first episode of our podcast titled, Who's We Are? So the purpose of this podcast, we just wanted to create a space for all types of people to just have conversations about Christianity, culture, really everything, you know? I think it's hard sometimes, especially in this political environment and just like the way the world is going right now, to have conversations and not feel like it's an environment where you feel judged. So we're really just, you know, an open, non-judgmental environment. Um, The whole premise is we're not here to judge anyone because who are we, you know? We want to help to spread the love and grace of God that's given to us through Jesus Christ and um, be able to help others to find their identity in Christ while we're on the journey of reestablishing who we are in Christ as well. That was a lot of words, so hopefully that makes sense. What do you think? That was beautiful. Thank you. But I will be judging. The fruits, though. Judge by the fruits. Mm-hmm. Yes, so. No, by non judgmental, I mean like, you know, everybody can come with their opinion. Of course, yeah. yeah. So, oh, today it's going to be unorthodox. We're going to do, um, we're going to have a conversation about self-love and looking at it through the lens of love is mine. Mm. So what's like your overall take? Like just like at first time. Um, of the show? Mm-hmm. I mean, like I love the concept, right? Because we all want to be loved for things that have nothing to do with our physical appearance. Mm-hmm. Like, I was always the type of person, like, if you called me beautiful, if you said all these things about, like, how I look on the outside, it was just like, okay, mm-hmm. and what? Because I felt like that had nothing to do with the essence of who I was. Mm-hmm. So I do like the concept, and I, I feel like it works out so much in theory, mm-hmm. but then when the couples come out, it's a struggle, mm-hmm. you know? And... I feel like the, I don't want to be like sexist, but I do feel like the women mm-hmm. on the show lack a lot of self-love. Mm-hmm. Like especially the season three, mm-hmm. it was hard to watch. Mm-hmm. It was hard to watch. Um, I think that there's only so many ways someone can tell you they don't want you. Mm-hmm. And the first red flag for me was Nancy. Nancy, I think, like, it's okay to fight for love, right? It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to, like, express your feelings to someone. But when someone is devaluing you mm-hmm. and, you know, basically telling you, like, you you are not what they want, mm-hmm. right? I think that that's when you have to reevaluate. Like, mm-hmm. you should never accept less than what you deserve from someone. Right. You should have never accept someone that looks at you and says like what you're what you offer is not enough. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what Barty told her on several occasions. Like like when I first saw you, I was happy with you, right? Mm-hmm. He was content with her. But then when he seen that other people got people that he felt was more attractive, mm-hmm. he was no longer content with what he had. Right. Someone like that is basically telling you that you're not enough. Mm-hmm. But you know you're enough. Mm-hmm. So, like, instead of her to walk away from that first encounter, that first night when he came back and literally replaying, mm-hmm. like, he's like, yeah, she was a smoke show. She was this, she was that. That should have been her moment mm-hmm. of, like, you're not, you are not for me, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. No, honestly, I agree. I think initially it's like, okay, you know, this is a nice concept. 
Um, but even like when I think about it now, like love is not the only thing that makes people get, well, that makes a marriage work really. Mm -hmm. So I think going into it thinking just like, okay, just because we're falling in love in this short amount of time, and it's also like a utopia, like a microscopic version of what real life is. So it's like, okay, you're in an environment where it's in two weeks, you're talking to this person every day, you know, you're getting vulnerable, the other person's getting vulnerable, like, it's easy to feel like you are in love, right? Because you can have connections with people, and it's like, okay, you know, I have love for this person. And because you're already on the show thinking like, okay, my purpose is to find love, it's kind of like you are making yourself believe that you're in love because you have a connection, right? Mm -hmm. um, because even in the real world, there are some people that's like, you know, I fell in love, in a week whatever you know but to be in such like a like that bubble i think it makes people feel like okay yeah you know love is going to be enough like it's going to take us through so then when you react the factors of real life that's when they realize like okay this is harder than i thought and then if you already went into the experiment having your own kind of like baggage thing for you to work on and not even realizing that you had that so even like one of the things um, with Nancy that I actually was like, okay, I can understand Bartiz's frustration. It's like, okay, you still have properties with your ex, you know, that you just broke up with. Well, I don't remember like what the timeline was, mm -hmm. but regardless, like all of them had baggage. And I think this season made it so much worse because everybody has some type of baggage that in a normal like situation of real life is still going to make it hard for you to get in a relationship. Like Matt, um, just all of them, you know, it's like, okay, why would you think that now you're going to expedite? Like, you haven't been going on dates, but you're going to be engaged to someone that you've been talking to for a week or two weeks. Like, how does that make sense, you know? And so I think we were really able to see, like, what happens when you want something so bad that you're willing to sacrifice like all of your values and all of your you know boundaries and just not care you know like i think with nancy and with so many of the other women it's like they're like okay like we i love this person so i'm just gonna make it work it's like you don't have to do that you know you don't have to do that when it's compromising who you are because it's like you said making you feel like you're not enough and what kind of marriage what kind of love is that where you're constantly questioning yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. That's not, that's not love. That isn't love. Yeah. No, I agree. Mm -hmm. I feel like she felt like she had to, I want to say overcompensate, but in a way, like, okay, I'm not, I'm not physically what you want, mm -hmm. but I can do, I can do this other way, mm -hmm. you know? Um, I kind of disagree about the whole real estate thing, but you know, like that's another topic. Okay. Uh, as in, like, if that's baggage or not, I don't. I feel like real estate is like complicated, so like I understand her um, still having properties, but it was like him living in a one that she said I don't know. Because that was he's weird. Like, it wasn't clear. It wasn't clear what was happening, mm -hmm. but it's like I think it's not like they were living together. So I think that's different. Okay. For me, mm -hmm. she, that was her ex-husband. But she never said how involved he was to Barcy's before. Yeah, they spent 10 days. Oh, that's true. Like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. She could have just been covering it up because she knew, like, whatever, whatever. Like but, yeah. I think, like, yeah, I think, yeah, Nancy. All of them. Honestly, the overcompensating thing applies to all of them. And I think a part of that is, like. I think except Raven, though. Yeah, except Raven. I think Raven. out of all of them, like, Raven kind of had the most. Um, showed the most self-love to a certain mm -hmm. extent. I think that, you know, when Bertis was like, oh, like, you know, physically this, this, and this, and she was like, yeah, like, you didn't want me when you couldn't see what I looked like, mm -hmm. you know, just based off of conversation. Yeah. And now you're seeing when you want me. And most people mm -hmm. would, and I think a part of her did, though, yes. grab onto the validation in that and be like, Okay, I'm so validated in this moment because at the end of the day, he rejected her when she wanted mm -hmm. him, mm -hmm. right? And in that moment, people, like some people, I think that's like the break of like, okay, like are you loving yourself is when it's like you're more so putting validation 
over what you need, mm -hmm. you know, as a person. Like, yes, like, we all need validation to a certain extent, but validation is, like, literally the surface mm -hmm. level mm -hmm. of love, right. you know? Like, it's, like, not love isn't always going to be that feel-good, you know, feeling that we get from feeling validating. And it's, like, is this person validating you with an emotional connection, with mm -hmm. a spiritual connection, mm -hmm. with being able to, you know, kind of reciprocate love, mm -hmm. or are they just validating your in-the-moment high, Right. you know? And usually your in-the-moment high exposes an insecurity that you have, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, that's true. So it's like, it's so funny because with Raven, like you said, it's like, okay, she felt it, but I think the not validating her insecurity thing is when she's like, but you know what? I'm going to stick to the person that chose me and that I yeah. chose. And I'm not even going to, you know, give you any inkling that I would be interested or anything like that, you know? So I really like that about that situation. I think a part of them wanting to overcompensate is because you literally did this insane thing, you know? Like, okay, I'm going on a show and I'm going to be engaged. And so you kind of want to validate, like, oh, you know, I know I really found the love of my life. Like, mm -hmm. this is really my person. So you're going to try to make it work. Yeah. And I think I definitely understand doing that. Like, you don't want to be proven wrong, you know? Like, mm -hmm. oh, you know, I made this choice. Like, you don't want to be embarrassed. But at the end of the day, like, the longer you prolong these things, like, the worse it's going to be, really. Yeah. 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 Like, I think a lot of them felt that thing to force the relationship even though they knew mm -hmm. it wasn't working mm -hmm. but I think you have to ask yourself like Why? if I was the other person mm -hmm. in the situation where people were doing them wrong mm -hmm. would you do those behaviors mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying and I think like that's to me the level of like self-love like I feel mm -hmm. like I remember like that's what um my therapist said to me I'm really contemplating the relationship she's literally like well you know that you wouldn't do that to someone Mm -hmm. You know that you would not, you know, do those things. Mm -hmm. And, like, so why are you accepting that? Mm -hmm. And that's putting someone above yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's not love, that's you not know? Love. Like, that's more so you putting that person on a pedestal, putting that person as an idol, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When you know that, like, reciprocation mm -hmm. is not there. You're not accepting there. less than what you're even offering mm -hmm. for that person. Wow. You know, so it's like why continue to um, strike? And I know like relationship has struggles, mm -hmm. um, but it should never be a struggle of respect. Mm. It should never be a struggle of you know accepting a person, mm -hmm. you know, for the core of who they are. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think like th that those are the problems. Like at the core of who these people were, like holding them, like. At the core of who Zenab was, mm -hmm. I think Cole loved her, mm -hmm. but I don't think Zenab loved Cole for the core of who he was, mm -hmm. you know? And I was like, that's when you have to be like, okay. That's a controversial take. I, I think so. Mm -hmm. I really do think so because it's like, for him, he always kind of like, like, yeah, she did see the light in him, but I think Cole definitely gave her more grace mm -hmm. than she gave him and she said that she said that there were moments where she could have given him more mm -hmm. grace i think that um in that relationship it was just they were two different people you know mm -hmm. like their personalities it was just like okay if cole would have exhibited some of those same behaviors with another person that had a different personality would they think of of cole as you know how that i'm describing mm -hmm. probably not you know so that's the whole compatibility thing or like you were saying like the core of who you are is just different from the core of who this other person is mm -hmm. you know and i think that us as people like sometimes you have to villainize or you feel like you have to villainize someone to be validated in your emotions and you don't have to do that you know like your reality is valid without making this person out to be like this like monster or whatever it is even if some of those things you felt that i think like there's just a way to because in you kind of like spewing that to the other person you're just exhibiting the same behaviors that you didn't like you know that hurt you and that made you feel small or belittled you or all of those things you know so 
I think, I don't know, it's very interesting. Yeah, I think it's, it's just like an, an emotional immaturity mm-hmm. thing to just like kind of like re- misdirect or redirect mm-hmm. your like, I guess lack of contentment mm-hmm. in a relationship mm-hmm. and make it about the person when it's more about you mm-hmm. than that person. It's like, okay, this is who they were, right? Mm-hmm. And if there hasn't been any deceit and they've been upfront with who they are, mm-hmm. you know, why are you choosing to kind of like, kind of dissect everything mm-hmm. that they're bringing to the table? Just be real and be like, you know what? Like, for what I want, for what I'm looking for. You're not the person. This isn't it. This, that's not it. Person, this, yeah. this isn't it. Um, and I think like that's, I think that's the hardest thing about self-love is like, I've really been challenged recently with that um, idea that love isn't always a feel-good thing. Mm-hmm. And love isn't always something that makes you feel warm inside and like gives you that kind of um comfort that your desires give you Mm -hmm. you know and it's like i think of it as like your child right there's Mm -hmm. things that you make your child do and you want to have your child like have those skills and force things on them discipline Mm -hmm. but for your child it's a it's a strain because for them that that doesn't feel good but mm-hmm. you know, like what your de- what your child desires mm-hmm. is not always what's best for them. Right. And that's the thing with us when we kind of like govern ourselves. Mm-hmm. We want what feels good mm-hmm. instead of what is good for us. Mm-hmm. And in that self love, it's not about just like doing things that feels good and mm-hmm. feels right. It's about being real with yourself and saying like, "Yo, like this is this is not this, is, this is what I desire." Mm-hmm. But this is not what I need. Mm-hmm. Like, actually looking at yourself and saying, like, what I need. And, like, sometimes it's a struggle. we do that. We do that with so many things, so many yeah. behaviors, so many traits we mm-hmm. have, so many things that we make excuses for. And we say, like, no, like, this is what I want. This is what I want. This is me going after. Self-love is not just doing what you want. Doing what you want all the time is a lack of discipline in your life. That's mm-hmm. not love. Mm-hmm. You know, like, to make the saying, like, you love things that do not love you love back. back. No, honestly, like, I feel like that's something that I struggle with, even mm-hmm. though, like, I can consider myself a pretty disciplined person or, like, I can definitely, like, mm-hmm. turn it on and turn it off. But, like, to have that, um, to really think, like, okay, even though this is good for me right now, this is not going to benefit me long term. And so I need to make a decision to not do something that I want to do right now to more so feed something that I will need in the future, you know? I think it's because we live in a generation of instant gratification, you know? So it's like, even when you think about the whole concept of love is blind and you being engaged in two weeks or a week that's a form of instant gratification right like why not get to know this person why not figure out the things that are integral to making a marriage work but you're like okay this is this feels good right now i feel like i love this person i'm gonna get married to them you know it's like that's a crazy concept like we as a society have done ourselves a disservice by getting everything at the tip of your fingertip well at the whatever the same um, so now it's like when we have to wait for things, it literally feels like the end of the world. You're like, yeah. oh, I don't want to wait this long. And even the concept of time is so distorted for us now. It's like, oh, you know, this is so long. This is so long. But if in that time you're being cultivated, you know, like even talking about Pastor Mike, and I forgot what, what if it was in that sermon in the things you love that don't you love you that don't love you back or in other sermons where it's just this concept of being in the waiting season but allowing that to really like cultivate the things that you need for when you are about to get out there and be dating or you know getting ready to be married or all these things like if you're so focused on always getting what you want in the moment you're not really being built you know and then so when you get into those situations where your marriage is tested because love doesn't always feel good you start being like, because this is not feeling good, I'm ready to leave, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's how we get into these situations like people are always breaking up, emotionally un- unavailable, detached, disassociating, all of these things because we don't like to feel things that don't feel good, you know? That's true. That's true. We're living on a constant, like, 
dopamine thing. Mm -hmm. Like our brains are so addicted to dopamine because mm -hmm. everything that is literally like surrounding our modern day society mm -hmm. is just fueling that dopamine. That dopamine, mm -hmm. like you just want something continuing to stimulate mm -hmm. you in that way. Like that is so true. The thing that you said about like the waiting season, mm -hmm. you know, like I literally had a revelation of that. Like our life. Not a revelation. Well, yes, a revelation, but like, mm -hmm. like someone helped me to kind of get to this concept and, you know, the Bible and stuff that, like, our life isn't even just meant to be looked, up, looked at as years. Mm. It's seasons, you mm. know? And it's like, you know, as seasons change, so our lives change, right? right? And it's like, for you to break out into that next season, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's done by change. It's right. pushed by change. Right. But that change sometimes is spiritually. Mm -hmm. In us, it's like you will not get to that next season. Mm -hmm. The waiting, mm -hmm. right? If you are not actually changing mm -hmm. while you're in your waiting season, right? You know, so like I love that. That's so true. Mm -hmm. <sighs> and even in doing that, it also just is the reason why people are like, oh, why am I dating different people and it feels like the same person? It's because you haven't been given the opportunity to really take a seat and change, you know? That's to true. take a seat and allow yourself to be cultivated and transformed, you know? That's How true. can you do that if you're always chasing the next hit? Like, you know, who's gonna make me happy next? Who's gonna, you know, like, it's it's hard to really be like, wow, like, I sat, I reflected on it. Um, people don't like, doing that and it's not that people aren't single because a lot most people are i won't say most people are but um people are single but they're still talking to someone or they're still like you're doing something to get you that hit whatever it is you know to feel that thing so i think in really being like intentional about in this season like you know you want to slow down so that you can be changed you can be transformed it allows you to not make those same mistakes or create those same patterns because you're now more aware you know but it takes you kind of surrendering and being like you know i, I can't i can't do what i like all the time you know that that's true that's not that is true like, that is true that's, that's such a significant part of self-love it's mm -hmm. just like having that thing of saying like right now mm -hmm. this isn't the time like mm -hmm. right now i need to just focus on myself mm -hmm. you know like i don't want to carry this on into mm -hmm. another situation mm -hmm. i want to be content with myself mm -hmm. and i think like that is like one of like the easiest concepts but the hardest things to actually do mm -hmm. is to be fine by yourself like and i think like that is kind of like the testament of self-love mm -hmm. and i always used to think like i had that because i'm like oh i can spend hours with myself mm -hmm. like i can spend days with myself in my room mm -hmm. like i can just like be by myself all day and mm -hmm. i don't have a problem and it's like yes i can do that mm -hmm. but i also realized like i just want to have that thought of like okay i have someone mm -hmm. or i have access to someone mm -hmm. that i can be in a relationship with and it could mm -hmm. be like i can literally be in a relationship not with that person all week but mm -hmm. it's like just kind of knowing that i have someone mm -hmm. if i needed someone mm -hmm. was just like okay you know mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like there's kind of like an assurance there mm -hmm. you know when it's like you no know, like actually being content that's like you are single and i used to like tell my single friends like if i was in a relationship like why are you upset that you're single? Like, it's fine. Like, you're going to find someone. Like, it's okay to be single. Like, enjoy your singleness. Like, and I used to be like, yo, I used to be jealous of single people. Like, as soon as I got into a relationship, I would be like, yo, I'm going to be single, bro. Like, I would just idolize that single life. Mm -hmm. But it's like, then when you're single, right? And I think it's like also power in like choosing to be single too. Mm -hmm. It's like, I mean, I understand people that feel like, they are single, they don't want to be single. Mm -hmm. And I think like that's a different struggle. But if you just change your mindset on that, and I don't know, when, when y'all find out how to do it, let me know. <laughs> but when you change your mindset on that and just make it so that it's like, okay, in this season, like I'm gonna be content in this. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think like that's the thing that Christianity teaches is that mm -hmm. it's like we as Christians are called to live life more abundantly. Mm -hmm. And some people think it's because we're just gonna be rich we're gonna have this we're gonna have that it's not necessarily because of that it's because that in every season Christianity mm -hmm. teaches you to be content mm -hmm. like this the, the bible verse of i can do all things he 
he was literally talking about his struggle. Mm-hmm. He was saying that I've yeah. been in jail. Mm-hmm. I've had nothing to eat. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot to eat. I've had mm-hmm. a lot of money. I've had no money. I've had. Mm-hmm. I've lived in every single thing, Season. and I've been content. Like mm-hmm. God has taught me to be content, so mm-hmm. I know that I can do all things mm-hmm. because nothing's gonna take me out. No, yeah. Nothing's going to, you know, take away my mm-hmm. peace, and that's why, like, the peace of God is abundantly with us, or it's supposed to be steadfast with us mm-hmm. because. We are not getting our contentment. We are not getting our mm-hmm. happiness from mm-hmm. the things outside. It's mm-hmm. more so the things inside mm-hmm. of us. You know, and I think like that's an integral part of self-love. Mm-hmm. When it comes to like, self-love, it comes into identity. Mm-hmm. And it comes into your, Christ- your Christianity. Mm-hmm. You know, if you know who you are in Christ, and that mm-hmm. is through being really loved by God. Mm-hmm. Knowing that like, I'm loved by God. Mm-hmm. And because I'm loved by God, Honestly, it, I don't. It, don't, it doesn't matter if the world doesn't love me, mm-hmm. you know, because I know at the end of the day that I'm loved by Him, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter what my situation looks like. Mm-hmm. I still have that, like, mm-hmm. kind of like having that Job spirit. Yeah. That's like, okay, though even though, yeah, that's the life I'm It's like you, if you have that, if you just like surrender to have that mindset, mm-hmm. you will be content. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and you will be able to love yourself enough to deprive yourself Mm -hmm. of those things that aren't serving you Mm -hmm. you'll be able to make those hard decisions you know and be able to suffer in Mm -hmm. christ Mm -hmm. when you like kind of just have that thing and it's a journey it's like you think that you accept Jesus christ as your lord and savior and suddenly you have all these skills and suddenly you have all this knowledge and suddenly you have all this peace and it's like yeah, I can be like that in the moment, but it's a decision. It's and I love that Pastor Mike kind of said it. He was like, you can sing Break Every Chain. Mm-hmm. You can sing all those things. You can mm-hmm. do all those things. Mm-hmm. But it's really going to be like deciding with God. Like God's mm-hmm. not going to decide yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. You decide with him. And it's like, it's hard. It's, it's hard, hard, but it's also so easy at the same time. Yeah. I think it's harder to unlearn. And it's yeah. easier to learn. Mm-hmm. So I think what we do is kind of like struggle with the unlearning. Yeah. And I think you, you said a whole bunch of things that I was like, oh, I can comment on this. <laughs> but um, to the unlearning part, I think it's hard because if you're taught those things, if you're taught to learn in the beginning, then it makes it easier because you're like building that muscle when you're young or like you're building that muscle early on so it teaches you to do that better but i think because a lot of times when we're brought into christianity or like you know we've been christians and our family are christians and etc etc they're still not being honest with us about like what does it look like to be a christian daily like that mm-hmm. surrendering is happening every single day every single like day, yeah. the decision is every single day because at the end of the day you can wake up and decide to do whatever the hell you want mm-hmm. you know but it's making the decision like okay i'm gonna partner with god you know like god what do you want me to do today what do you want me to say what do you want me to not say how do you want you know like those that constant of like and that's why God gave us the Holy Spirit, you know, because that's supposed to be the person that's daily walking with us, our constant reminder of like, you know, because I love you, because of you know who you are in God, you're not going to do this thing, you know, or you're going to talk to that person or you're, you know, whatever it is, it's a daily thing. And I think when people just make Christianity out to just be like, God is good all the time and all the time God is good and, you know. It's like, okay, what does this look like practically, you know? Like, even the what you said about self-love being disciplined, that's in the Bible, you know? But it's not always taught in that way of, like, um, love is self-control. Like, that's in 1 Corinthians. We all, love is patient, love is kind, kind, all the things. But what does love is self-control mean? It, what does that mean? It means what we were discussing of, like, having discipline in multiple areas of your life so that you can do this walk with God, you know? I think that's like really important. And then oh, the Holy Spirit just reminded me, the other thing that I was thinking when you were talking about like being content, it's like that's what the peace that surpasses all understanding means, you know? It's like, it's not understandable to the rest of the world or to other people that are like, wow, like you're in this crazy situation and like you're content. like you know, all these things are happening and you're like, still, and you know, like, why is that? And it's because you understand that at the end of the day, all things have to work together for your good because you believe 
in God. You know, you believe at the end of the day, the word of God is true, you know, so you're going to be content in knowing like, you know, even though this doesn't make sense to me, like our ways are not God's ways. We're not going to understand those things, but we have accepted, we've made a decision to accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And when we do that, we understand or and we believe that everything the Bible says is true. So if the Bible says that all things are going to work together, that's what I have to believe. If the Bible says, um, and let everything that can be shaken be shaken in the side, that's what I have to believe. You know, it's not going to make sense to me all the time, most of the time, you know, but it doesn't mean that God is not, doesn't have his hand in it and it's not going to work together, you know? And I think a part of that is making that decision regardless of how it looks. And that's hard. Like, that's really, really hard, you know? And that's why it's a journey, you know? But people don't talk about that enough for us to really understand, like, okay, when you're deciding today, like, you say the prayer of faith and salvation, it's like, okay, tomorrow you have to decide again. The next day you have to decide again. Every single day you have to decide if, like, are you going to believe what God says? Or are you going to believe what your situation looks like? Are you going to believe what all these other people are telling you? Are you going to believe, literally, we're up against so many influences, you know? And I think in this generation, it's even worse because all of the things are at your access immediately, you know? Talk about social media, um, just the internet in general. Like, you're exposed to so many things. And literally, the curse of humanity from the beginning is us wanting to know too much. Like, we wanted to no, know too true. much. So now we're at this point where we know, but the knowledge is not serving you. You know, it's that's not true. serving you. So now it's like we constantly question. And we were always, not we were always going to do that, but um, obviously since the fall of man, we're susceptible to that. But I feel like now, why people think it's like, oh, you know, this is the end time, you all this stuff, because it's gotten to a level where it's like, it's crazy. <laughs> like, it's actually yeah. insane, you know? I think about even like my younger siblings, like the stuff that they have access to that I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know, you know? If I was growing up in that era, like how can you even listen to, believe, and all the things from God, when you're hearing 10,000 different voices and everybody's competing for your attention, you know? And I think that's also what makes the spiritual walk harder now, having a relationship with God harder now, because you're, it's harder to hear from God, you know? It is harder to hear from God, mm -hmm. I agree. I agree with that, like you said, like when you have so many things, mm -hmm. just like pulling for your attention constantly, mm -hmm. it's like that is literally you know, so confusing. And mm -hmm. people even say, like, the more options you have, yep. the less content you are even when you make a decision. Mm -hmm. Because you have so many different things to choose from, mm -hmm. actually, than only having one or two options. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's the thing. Like, if I thought about that in relation to, like, peace. You know, mm -hmm. it's just, like, there's so many things that's mm -hmm. going on in the world that God doesn't want us to attach ourselves to anything else like you cannot mm -hmm. get your peace from anything else in your life it can't be mm -hmm. it can't really even be your family yeah. it can't be your career it can't yeah. be all these things these can be sources of joy mm -hmm. and sources of things that are good mm -hmm. but your peace cannot be attached to anything because all of those are variables mm -hmm. right and that's why the one thing that we have in this life that's not a variable a is god right and god never changes. never changes and that's why your peace and your identity has to be attached to him and that's really like what we were, I remember we were having that conversation mm -hmm. like that's the essence of self love is mm -hmm. like being mm -hmm. able to see yourself the way God sees mm -hmm. you you know and God doesn't love you because of your job he doesn't mm -hmm. love you because of your family this. even like your walk with him right yeah. your walk with him can it's be so crooked mm -hmm. but that's not the reason why God loves mm -hmm. you you know what I'm saying and it's mm -hmm. like that's I feel like that's such a good point of mm -hmm just this whole conversation is mm -hmm. that like we live in a time where you really do have to like guard yourself and that's mm -hmm. why I think the Bible talks about guarding, guarding your heart. heart as a Christian because mm -hmm. there's so many things pulling you mm -hmm. and these days our love for ourselves are attached to those things mm -hmm. it's attached to like how we look mm -hmm. how we perceive ourselves mm -hmm. all these things and it's like yes you have to talk to yourself to mm -hmm. get a better self um, perception mm -hmm. but really you, should, you have to look at 
yourself through the lens of God. Right. You have to look at yourself in the way that, how does God see me? Mm-hmm. Right? And if you're not able to connect that, mm-hmm. you don't really have real self-love. Yeah. And you even said, you put it in a good way. You're like, okay, it's all these variables, right? Mm-hmm. But when we're using those variables and putting variables and putting them above the way that we see God, then those things are our God. You know, those things are our idols. We're idolizing those things yeah. of like having a good career, having a stable family, all of these things, you know? Yeah. And even your point about the options, that's essentially what it was on Love is Blind, right? You have all these options and they never it down. So it's like, okay, you love this person. But then in the real world, you've seen the options again. And it's like, okay, what do I do? But if you were rooted in like, okay, my identity is coming from X, Y, and Z. You even, what you look for in the other person is different, you know? Yeah. Like, you're not looking for these things that are superficial, you know? And like, to the point about guarding our heart, that's what God is looking at, is our heart, you know? So if we're, so, and honestly, like certain things in this world, you know, we are gonna feel it because like that's the way that God made us, like we're sensitive and things like that. You know, you're gonna love things and it's not bad to love your family, to love all of these things, but it's like, okay, what is supposed to be in your heart is really the word of God, you know? That's really how we know him. That's really how we get our identity to be rooted in God is by knowing, you know? And the Bible even says to like write the words of God on the tablets of our heart. And the reason why we should do that is because our heart is going to be susceptible to all of these things, you know? And so if we're at our core, we don't understand, like, okay, our identity isn't in all these other things that are variables, like you said, because they're constantly changing, then we miss the point. Because God is the only person that is 100% stable, you know, that never changes, that never changes. He's the same today, tomorrow, the beginning and the end, you know? He's the only thing that we can be sure of. That is true. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know what, like, that's why every time I look at, like, um, a miracle that Jesus does, he does it in humility all the time, you know? And I think yes. it's because it's, and even people, like, compare, like, how God was with the Israelites and they mm-hmm. say, like, oh, like, God, God is the same, but, like, why is he, like, this mercy mm-hmm. with these people and all these things? And it's like, God is always the same because mm-hmm. the underlying concept of what mm-hmm. he's trying to do mm-hmm. never changes, mm-hmm. right? But the thing is, God is trying to break us out of that mindset that the thing is coming from those things. And that's mm-hmm. what happens. Like, you see every person, it's like, even like the Israelites, it'd be like, oh, like, if you use this, then that must be the mm-hmm. thing. Like, and, and God's like, no, it's not the thing. It's not yes. the sea that opened up for you to cross yeah. it. You it's, know, it's not it's me. different methods. Right. Yeah, it's literally like, I am. I am showing you that I am the Lord. Well, like, yeah. I am, that's why God, I feel like he chooses, you know, things that are seen as weak. Yes. Things that are seen as mm-hmm. less than mm-hmm. to work through because he knows that if he just, you know, goes through certain ways, we are going to worship that, that thing. thing yeah. And it's like, we are so susceptible to our physical surroundings. Mm-hmm. And so, sometimes so, like, disassociating from our actual spirit and our mm-hmm. soul. Mm-hmm. And so much, like, our our physical bodies and our flesh mm-hmm. control so much of us that it's like, we choose to, you know, look at everything how it physically yeah. appears to mm-hmm. us, you know? And God is like, no, like, I don't look at those things. I look yeah, at the heart. You know what I'm saying? And the language of the heart is going to be in different things that are not tangible. Yeah. Right? And it's like God is really trying to break us out of that mindset of like, stop looking at these things. Stop mm-hmm. looking at these methods. Like, when you have asked God to do something mm-hmm. or whatever in your life and you're like, well, I don't see it. I don't see how. I don't see when. I don't see <laughs> this. And it's like, you see all that you see. He said, that's why Jesus said, blessed are those that believe and haven't seen. Have not seen. You know, and that's like, that's so true. Like, I just think about that with God. It's like, God never changes. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to speak to our hearts. Mm-hmm. But we are just trying to always, like you said, as human beings, find answers. Mm-hmm. Always trying to know everything, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like, we, like, that was the, that was the real issue in the Garden of Eden yeah. is that, 
we want to know the secret of God. Mm-hmm. It's like we want to see behind the veil, and that's why God always describes Himself as a bride, as a bride, mm-hmm. because when you have your bride, it's supposed so to be covered good. through mm-hmm. a veil. And He talks about the end times and like us going to heaven. The veil will be uncovered, mm-hmm. so we will finally see God. Mm-hmm. But before we're able to do that thing, we're constantly just in wanting to be in the know, wanting to know no, how God's going to so do this, good. wanting to know. But it's like we're playing God like that. We're playing God, you know. Like and it's like everybody has their positions, and you have to be content with yourself that's how the devil got us he got us to question our identity and be like oh i don't know i am am i really the special thing Mm -hmm. or is really is this person that literally just created you trying to (laughs) you know not let me be like him or whatever the case Mm -hmm. was you know it's like with god questioning your identity is questioning god it is questioning god not loving yourself is not loving god Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm And it's so even to your point about like, you know, we we are attached to like, okay, how is it gonna be done and all of that stuff and why God does things in different ways. Even in people's walk with God, like I think about that for myself. Like sometimes I'm like, okay, like in this season, I was reading three chapters a day and da da da, and I was seeing God. But it's like at least I'm doing the same thing and I'm not seeing God. But it's like because it's not about what you do; it's about who yeah, God is. It's not about what, it's you, not about what yeah. you do. He's gonna he's gonna do it in a different way, and you're gonna be shocked, right? That's the reason why he never did miracles in the same way because he wants you to focus on the essence of who he is. Like in the Bible, he literally, Jesus was literally like, I am, yeah, I am. Like, that's just who he is, you know? You can't be looking and in the Israelites like, okay, let's create this gold thing. Like, let's try to have a physical representation because our minds cannot comprehend really, but it's like, that's why we have to die to the flesh. Because in this like physical body, in this realm, like, we're not going to be able to understand. It's higher than us, right? But it has to be you letting go of like, I don't need to know everything, you know? Yeah. Like, I know a lot of times, like, um, people that are non-believers, like, they'll try to, you know, ask me all these things, whatever, whatever. I have no desire to know all the answers to those questions, you know? Sometimes you're just not going to know. You're like, not going to know. I don't, know. An for you. I, don't ha- I just know who God is in my life. That's all I can really say you know and i think a part of that is that thing like you said of like we are trying to uncover like okay this this is how god is doing it this is how you know and god is so just merciful and like graceful to us that you know he kind of gives us little things sometimes like you know i'll give you this one little thing like oh you know wow i'll give you this one little thing but we will never fully know and that's when like he would does he would do those miracles that's like you have to just be like, that was God. I don't understand that one at all. That was God, you know? But if you really think about it every single day, like, there's so many mis... I think about even, like, the way our body just functions. You know, I'm like, there's so many things we don't even think about, you know? Like, we literally don't think about it. And because we've gotten to this point where we know a lot of things, like, humans are very knowledgeable, that it has allowed us to think that, okay, we are somehow, you know on this level with God but there's still things that we're unable to uncover we're just not able to uncover and I think that's just God's way of humoring us like you you guys think y'all gonna figure all of this out and it's impossible it's impossible it's not by man's design like why can't they figure out the why can't they discover the other 80% of the ocean or whatever the heck you know like so many things that we just like the mysteries of life that like for you to sit there and say like, you know, there's a way for me to find, there's an answer to everything. There's not an answer to there everything. Answer there's to not. Everything. There's not. But we have gotten into this point where we want to know the answer to everything. We want everything to make sense. Like, mm-hmm. it, like when people don't like to not know, to not understand, and that's the part of us, like you said, that is being tricked by Satan. Of like, you know, does this person really fully love you does this person did this person really give you access to everything do they love you because they didn't give you access to everything well no that is true love that he told us not to eat from that tree you know he loved us so much that he gave us restrictions because that's what love is you know and even in our walk with god it's like like the thing that your therapist said about not focusing on what you can't do but focusing on what you can't can do and allowing those things to transform you you know and it's like because we love god so much 
we're not doing these things, you know, because I love you, because I'm getting married to you, I'm no longer going to look at other people, because I'm, there's so many things in the natural that we kind of understand, like, okay, because of this, I'm going to now behave in this way, but it's like, it's hard for us to translate that now into our relationship with God, because it's not tangible, so it's harder to, like, commit to something that's like, okay, I can't see it, you know? It's like, okay, God, I don't know because you're not giving me a definite answer. Okay, God, I don't know because, you know, I need a sign and this and that and the third. Like, we're trying to understand more. But like you said, God is looking for the people that's like, going to believe even though they don't see it. of like doing doing everything behind my reading my Bible and doing this and like a part of me just kinda thought like, you know, it's really about faith. Mm -hmm. Like it's really you have to walk by faith because the Bible, even the Bible itself, Abraham didn't have the Bible. Right. (laughs) Like Moses didn't have any Bible, right? right? But he knew God more than people that we Christians that we have right now, even mm-hmm. more than our spiritual leaders mm-hmm. right now, right? Mm-hmm. Because we don't understand that, like, yes, we have a, it's a tool, mm-hmm. but it's not our actual relationship with, with God. God. Yeah. You know, like, and it shows that, like, our relationship is outside of anything physical mm-hmm. or anything that we do because mm-hmm. the people that have the best relationship with God had nothing. nothing. There was nothing they couldn't pull out from unbelievers and say, mm-hmm. oh, this is like, <laughs> they couldn't say anything. Yo, they didn't so have good. anything. But they just had their actual experience Mm -hmm. with God to Mm -hmm. say, like, no, I know that there is God. I just have this thing, and I can can relate with him, Mm -hmm. you know, in the way. And it's, like, it's it's, it's still a mystery, right, how they Mm -hmm. actually, like, really had it. Like, God would just be, like, yes, he walked with God. It's, like, oh, how did this person walk with God when they didn't really have a A tool? But you know what I always think about is, like, life is very simpler back then. Right? Mm-hmm. It was more simple and there weren't as many distractions. And when you're just really there in those like times you know, as a shepherd, just yeah. with your sheep, like you know, mm-hmm. like you see the world mm-hmm. and you see God in everything. Mm-hmm. But these days we can't it's hard for us to see God in everything. Mm-hmm. And, and no, but it's like literally he is the creator, his design mm-hmm. is in everything and everything. God communicates with us through everything you know Mm -hmm. and it's like we have to know that it's not just like a different like a method a methodology to Mm -hmm. it it's really just relational and it's Mm -hmm. really just our faith Mm -hmm. that's just going to push us to Mm -hmm. have that relationship with him you know we cannot rely on anything else Mm -hmm. but a relationship like when you have a relationship with someone you're not over here going to pull out a handbook to communicate with them. You're not mm-hmm. going to do all those things, mm-hmm. right? But, you know, through actually being vulnerable, through actually mm-hmm. coming to them and saying, like, what do you want from this? What do you want from me? Mm-hmm. You know, and listening and looking and just observing mm-hmm. is just, like, how you really grow in that space. And it's just, like, honestly, that's so good. you just have to have faith. Like, you just that's have so to have true. faith. And... That faith thing is hard, mm-hmm. and you have to have faith, but the fundamental part of it goes back to, you know, knowing yeah, God, gosh. knowing God and knowing that God truly mm-hmm. loves you. Mm-hmm. You know, you did nothing, no. but you can't even, the thing that you said about, like, our, our bodies, mm-hmm. right? And I thought, I'm like, yo, like, actually, like, you do nothing to keep yourself alive. Nothing. You do absolutely, like, nothing. the fact that you're breathing right now has nothing to do with you. Nothing. It was a design by God that you, so you don't even have to think mm-hmm. about even, like, how your body, how your heart is beating, mm-hmm. how you're breathing. Mm-hmm. You don't have to remember to breathe. You don't have mm-hmm. to remember to do all these things. And the things that God, you know, we do have control of over, we have mechanisms that remind us. Think, there's something that reminds you you have to survive. Mm-hmm. There's something that reminds you, you have that you have water. to. It's not through like s- some powerful force that we have. Mm-hmm. It's something that's just like in the design of us. Like, Which you know? is just, it's so funny because that's just God's way of reminding us that He is in control. He is in control. He's in control. He control. Because yeah. at the end of the day, we cannot figure, like, it's like, we don't know. We don't know. It's like, we're not thinking about it. In the same way He said, the lilies of the field. Oh, He, he got that. He's taking care he of that. that. He's he taking care of your breathing. He, he has all of those things. So it's like, why are you over here trying to, oh my God, like, how do I, da, da, da. You can't. 
Mm-hmm. You can. No, that is true. That is so true. good. And then even to your point about like um, having a relationship with God is really how you like you know the people in the past they didn't have a Bible or anything. I was watching. I don't remember. I think it was Priscilla, Mike, and TD Jakes, and they were talking about like how do you hear from God. And Priscilla said this thing that because a lot of people are always like, is it a voice? What is it? What is it? Like, do you really know how God, like, can you hear an audible voice? And Priscilla was saying, like, when you open the Bible, or well, one of the ways, like, when you open the Bible and you're reading, and it will just illuminate. It, like, the word would just become something that's like, and you know that it's, it's, it's not just words anymore. Because it's literally the Holy Spirit reminding you, like, God reminding you, like, oh, it's actually, this, this is what that means, you know? Or like, like you said, seeing God in everything in the sense that because you're so close, like you're in relationship with him, he's speaking to you through things that's like, you know, other people are not even getting this like, wow, all these other revelations and like, you're watching a movie and you'll be like, this is what this means. Like, it would just connect to something that's, you know, beyond what your capacity is to understand. And it's like, that is God. That's God reminding you like, this is me, you know, like, I know I've had a dream of something, and then I'll wake up, and it's like, okay, like, I have this, like, strong desire to do whatever the thing is, this idea, and it's like, I know God deposited that idea in the dream, because it's not my own, I'm like, I, oh my God, this, I can't think of this, <laughs> like, you know, and it's like, that's just God reminding us, like you said, like, it's about his, our relationship with him, you know, like, we could be reading, reading words, reading where, like, even recently, I was telling you, like, I was getting frustrated, it's like, okay, I'm reading the Bible, I'm trying to read the Bible in a year, I'm like, I just feel like I'm reading out of discipline, but actually, like, it'll be, there'll be times I'm reading in the morning, and I'll hear a whole conversation, I'm like, don't want me to say that, and I'll just write it down, I'll write it down, and I, like, even the way, like, it will be phrased and everything. I'm like, I know that's not me. You know, you know what's you, and you know what is God in you. Like, you just know, because you're like, I'm not this patient. I'm not this forgiving. I'm not this whatever it is, you know. But it's God just like, okay, you know, you're because, and even the relationship with God, it comes from us choosing, us deciding, like, God, I want to put you first, you know. Like, I'm, I'm actively seeking you. You know, which is what God wanted. Like, even when he was saying, you know, David was a man after my own heart, you know, he was seeking God. So it's like when we're seeking him, when we want to spend time with him, however that looks, he's going to affirm that by speaking to us through all of these different things, you know. Like, that thing about you said about the, that's so true. Like, it's literally just God reminding us, like, this is me. This is not you. It's not in your own strength. It's not in your own power. It's not. Like, it's something so higher than you that you're unable to understand it. You don't even have to think about it. You don't even have to think about it. In the same way that the animals, the, it's raining right now. Like, the plant knew that eventually they're going to be watered, you know? But it's like God created everything in a season and he just knew exactly what we would need but because we live in a society that everything is trying to tell you what it is that you need it's not even coming from your own thought you know the fact that it's like advertisements all these things are tailored by what they see you interacting with it's trying to manipulate you into deciding what you want for you you know like you're not even using your own brain anymore you know, that, that's not the design. That was never the design. You know, God doesn't want to manipulate us. Because if he wanted to manipulate us, he wouldn't give us a choice. That was the first thing he gave us. A choice. I'm like, you see animals. They don't really decide what they do. They're kind of just moved and have this system of just that is the way they are. Mm-hmm. And they really don't deviate much from, from what it is. Exactly. You know, but I said, us as humans, we kind of do have that kind of autonomy mm-hmm. to definitely choose um, our behavior, mm-hmm. choose those things that we're gonna do. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that is so true. And I think, I think it's just like humility to know that, mm-hmm. you know, 
it's really not us. It mm-hmm. really is just God and everything that we do because eventually like, we are his divine right. is just to point towards him or just point towards his glory. Mm-hmm. And like I just smile because I just think of like like the best stories and mm-hmm. the best like inventions. Mm-hmm. People are like, yeah, like um, Madison C. Jake Walker, she's like, she literally had a dream of just putting different ingredients and she did that and <laughs> it was going through the hair. Yeah. And it was just like, she was just like, I got the dream. And, but you see, even that is you obeying what you feel like, okay, this is this is what God has told me. That, that is true. And it's hard to be obedient. Be confident. You don't know. You know. And especially if it's like, okay, we're constantly just doing what we want to do. It's hard to do some things like, okay, you know, you saw the dream, but you're like, I don't, I don't know what this means, and I'm, I'm not trying to try it or X, Y, and Z or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, she could have gave herself so many excuses as to why she shouldn't do that thing, you know? Mm-hmm. But she was just obedient to what what she was supposed to do. Yeah. yeah. You know? And that's so hard. It it's is so hard. hard. It's, 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 it's hard, and it's not. Like, I think, like, I think what makes it hard is trying to do everything. Mm. You know, like trying to hold on to things Control. and still kind of like, yeah, like it's like we're trying to be humble, mm-hmm. but we're also trying to validate ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like okay, like that's and we're also trying to protect ourselves. Yeah, like it's like doing do all, all those things. things at once is hard, but it's like that's the thing. Like God never wanted it to be hard for yeah. us, mm-hmm. and that's why you have to like. Mm-hmm. You really do have to release like everything mm-hmm. in order for you to be able to like have that easiness, have that peace. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's why God is like, I need to be in control mm-hmm. because you were never meant to carry that burden. Mm-hmm. You cannot carry the weight of what it takes to raise the sun in the morning mm-hmm. and put the moon out at night. Mm-hmm. You are not meant to have that burden. Mm-hmm. And I even think of like the wisest people in mm-hmm. the Bible, the people that had the most knowledge, we're actually really somber. Mm-hmm. Because it's like having that weight of the knowledge, even just being a judge and a king, mm-hmm. people would come to you every day. Every day. What should I do? Mm-hmm. This is my baby. No, that's my baby. Or whatever. Cut the baby in half. Like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, we're not meant to carry that. And once we release everything we're just trying so hard mm-hmm. to hold on to, mm-hmm. that's when the easiness comes Probably. in. Because it's not for you. Yeah. It's like, how'd you do that? I don't know. I don't Thank know. Jesus. No, literally. It's not me. Like, I don't know how I did that. I, it's just through God. Everything mm-hmm. that I'm able to do, everything that I'm able to accomplish is through Him. I'm not trying to, you know, be this superwoman and be mm-hmm. all these things. I'm just trying to let God be God. God. And even that's why the Bible says, like, my yoke is light. You know, because God knew, like you said, that we were going to try to take on all these yokes and take on all these burdens. It's like, if we release, be, trust God, all those other things. The person that sleeps has the best sleep in life is a child. Mm-hmm. Because a child is does, it's not oh, carrying no burden. They're, they're not worried it's about not no burden. Oh, how we're going to eat tomorrow and Which, how we're going to do these things. They're just... Existing, but that's also why the Bible says to believe like a child. Like a child, you do like a because child. a child doesn't hold on to themselves or hold on to mm-hmm. anything. They release that. They release the responsibility mm-hmm. onto their caretakers. Mm-hmm. They release they all that stuff. Yes, they have the natural curiosity Your of life, but they just trust whatever the Is parent going. tells them. Mm-hmm. So if you tell, if the child's like wondering, what's, when are we eating lunch? You tell them that they believe it. Mm-hmm. They literally will believe, believe what mm-hmm. you deposit to them. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's literally how, like you said, mm-hmm. God wants us mm-hmm. to be with Him. If mm-hmm. we just literally take this before we sleep and say. I wonder if I'm gonna wake up tomorrow. I wonder how I'm gonna do this. Like, you're not gonna be at peace. You're not. You're not gonna be at rest. You're not. And even like God is such a good father that He doesn't punish us when we ask those questions, mm-hmm. right? Like when you're asking us, when a child is asking all these questions, it's not because 
well not always because they don't trust it's just they just want to know right mm -hmm. and sometimes god is going to reveal it to you and sometimes not in the same way that sometimes as a parent you're going to reveal it to your child and sometimes you're not right yes. but it's still that thing of like at the end of the day trusting, trusting that god is a good father so at the end of the day whether you know or not all things are going to work exactly. together whether exactly. you know or not and i think the thing with the question thing is like you have a child and you tell the child i'm gonna do this and that mm -hmm. um most times they're not going to keep coming to you and asking the same question mm -hmm. like or if you ask them something mm -hmm. you have already told them mm -hmm. you know and it's like they just wait <laughs> whatever you told them mm -hmm. it is what it is mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and i think like that's the thing it's like god will tell us things and we still question it mm -hmm. like our like our self like our self identity mm -hmm. it's like god already told you who you you're were. beautifully he said that you made were made in his image overcome he, told you that. he told you all these things mm -hmm. but it's like we still have to question and be like oh i don't really? know i'm not sure really? i don't have this so god i don't you know yeah all those things and it's mm -hmm. like but I told you though. Mm -hmm. And it's like, maybe that's why God made the life for our generation. No, honestly. Because our generation that constantly has the same questions over and over. It's like, okay, refer and to. it's like. <laughs> look at. And even, honestly, even to your point of like, once you tell, tell a child, like, okay, they're not going to ask you the same questions anymore. I think also a reason, a good reason as to why, because obviously we don't know why God does the things that he does. But I think another reason why God wouldn't tell us everything right away is because he still wants us to seek him, you know? So sometimes when you feel like you have the answer, we do this all the time. It's like, okay, you pray for something, you get the miracle. Okay, thank you, God. And you go about your business, right? But it's, if God took nine months to answer that prayer for you, every single day of them nine months, you're going to be seeking him. Like, God, remember that thing I said? God, remember that thing I said? And it's like, that's the whole concept of like the limp with Jacob. It's like, you know, now that you have this limp, you're constantly going to hold on to me because that's a reminder to you that you can't do this in your own strength. I blessed you, but you have to hold on to me. You God know? knows everybody. He knows people. He like, knows. God be, yo, I he never forget. Someone told me a preaching like that. I was like, oh, why do you think you have like those nightmares? And then all oh, we have those nightmares, you guys start praying and start doing that. And you keep having them things because, like, you don't mm -hmm. pray unless you're scared. Mm -hmm. You don't pray unless you're in a struggle. Mm -hmm. You don't reach out to God unless it's something. So now God has to Continue go through to those those different ways because to get you. And I, to. I think about mm -hmm. that. I think about seasons of my life where I'm struggling the most. I say, like, I know everything just be like, God, what are you trying to tell me right now? Like, what are you trying to, how, what are you trying to communicate with mm -hmm. me? And it's like, sometimes it's like, you know, those seasons are really the most time where you really grow grow closer mm -hmm. to God mm -hmm. in those in those times mm -hmm. because it's like you don't even have the strength anymore. No, literally. You don't even have the power anymore. Literally. You know, and but you need to come out of that season and know that okay, when you are feeling like you're standing on your two feet, you still you, your heart is humble mm -hmm. and your heart is still leaning mm -hmm. on God. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You may be physically everything emotionally mm -hmm. financially mm -hmm. everything is up and popping right and that's a season that is you a know season. everything's a season mm -hmm. everything is up and popping but you're gonna remember the lord your god mm -hmm. you know so mm -hmm. yeah that's so important it's so funny how like a talk of self-love mm -hmm. then transforms into god and his mm -hmm. identity mm -hmm. and it's like you cannot the world wants to take self-love and take it and make it separate from god mm -hmm. And that's, it's not that's, possible. That's why that's you're taking how we have crystals. <laughs> that's why you're taking the chakra. That's why you're trying to balance your pH. That's why you're trying to do these things. Because not you're either. not connecting it to the source. The source. The thing is not useful if it's not connected to something energizing. It's not connected mm -hmm. to the source. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. You can never have self-love mm -hmm. without God. Because you mm -hmm. think you're loving yourself. You're loving those things that mm -hmm. the world is telling you about yourself. Oh, I'm going to love my body. I'm going to love this. I'm going to love that. I'm going to love this. I'm going to do this. When your body no. is not looking how you want it to look. When your man is not acting how you, you want him to act. When all up. these things... It's like, what are you going to do? What's, what is, what's going to be your rock? What do you stand on? What's the basis of your love if you do not know God? What is really going to be the basis mm -hmm. of your self-love? Mm -hmm. What is it going to be? Because when you fail yourself, 
it's gonna be harder for you to love yourself. Imagine the person that you love most in life. Think about that person for a second. Think about the worst possible thing that can happen to you. When they do that to you, you're not gonna feel all loving towards them, right? So it has to be rooted in something that is above and beyond and that nothing can ever change. You know, so when you bridge the two together, God's identity, your identity, that's you when can you get truly have self love. And just in those moments where you question if you have self love, all you gotta do is say, Mm. Would God want this for mm. me? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Don't if you have a power so. over that thing to change that thing or to shift things around, you you're gonna do it. Yeah. And if you don't, then you're making that person God in your life. Or that thing. Or that thing. You're making God in your life. Mm-hmm. Does God want me? And I'm sorry, this may be harsh. Does God want me to be overweight? No. <laughs> Does God want me to continue to eat food that's not good for me? Does God want me to continue to get drunk every night? Does God want... No, seriously. Like, is that what God wants for me? And, there's, and the, we think of, like, that's what the therapist was saying. Think of the things you can do. Because it's like the things you can't do. Is it really... It's not because God wants to control our lives. He wants us to have a good time. God wants you to have a good time. But he knows that good time is destruction. There's a way that seems right unto man. But the end the is destruction. Is, and even the Bible says... We can do. There's everything we can do. It doesn't mean that we should. It doesn't mean that, <laughs> doesn't you, mean that, that we mean should. That you should. So you need to consult God. Be like, God, is this what you would want from me? Because mm-hmm. you can't trust yourself. You, you, yeah. you, you're gonna want everything. You're gonna want that person, mm-hmm. even just to that's feel good in that moment. Mm-hmm. But that's not what God has for you. That's not what God wants for you. You cannot trust feelings? Oh no. How, how many of us have woke, went to sleep in love with someone and woken up and being like, yeah, I don't like think Like, you cannot trust ache. yourself. You cannot trust your own, you know, desires. And mm-hmm. You cannot let that be how you control your life mm-hmm. because it's something that is so fleeting. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great. That, that was, was great. such a great conversation. Yeah. You know? Thank you guys for joining in. Thank you. I and hope that you guys are able to take something from right. it. Write your thoughts, you know, yes. anything. And your methods. I guess, like, you know, what are your methods of self-love mm. that are actually, like, you know, the physical and the practical? Because it's like, yes, we talk about a lot of spiritual things, but mm-hmm. there's also physical things or, like, things that you can do in practice that helps increase uh, self-love. Like, something that God's been kind of reaffirming to me is daily affirmations. Even though it's something that's, like, you know, that's a thing that a lot of worldly people do. But it's a Christian concept, mm-hmm. you know, to uh, well, how so man think it's in his heart, so is oh, he. Yeah. And it's like, you know, just re- reaffirming the truths and the promises of God mm-hmm. that is over my life and like who God says I am. Mm-hmm. And constantly just like saying that thing to myself, like this is based off of what God has said and this mm-hmm. is who I am. Mm-hmm. That's just an example of like something that I've been learning, something that I know that I have to implement more. And I know in my spirit is resisting something. I'm like, yeah, that's the thing I need to do. Something I need you know, to so that's one like actual like practical thing of like growing my personal self-love mm-hmm. so i mean if you guys have any like things that you do as christians or whatever um not or whatever but as <laughs> you know people of god mm-hmm. uh you know i think like we should talk about that in the comments yeah